This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. It is time for the Fantasy Football Focus. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. And Matt, uh, Christian Watson with that hamstring injury remains sidelined in Thursday's practice for the Green Bay Packers. Um... That's not good news for them. Not good news. I mean, they're obviously not deep in the receiving core. They're very young. Um, I like them to win that game against the Bears, but, I mean, that's a, a key loss for them. I mean, yeah. I think Romeo Dubs is fighting something as well, and I like Jalen Reed a lot, but there's uncertainty with that receiver group even without injuries. Yeah. How about this one? Odell Beckham added to the injury report in Baltimore. He was limited today with an ankle injury. Something to monitor for sure. I mean, they want to play a ton of three receiver sets from all reports with him being a key member of it. The fantasy community seems to be really shifting to Zay Flowers as the one. I don't know if I buy that or not. It seems like an overreaction. To I think so too. A couple good series and a couple because blurbs, I think you know? the other guys were out of sight, out of mind. Exactly, that was my thought. Well, look too. how much they're using. Well, yeah, because they're trying to get him ready to go for the regular he's season. The rookie and he needs to play. He needs to play. Yeah. The other guys didn't. So all of a sudden now he's leaped ahead, leapt ahead of those. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Like a couple drafts I was in, I was always shocked that when he went, I was like, wow, that's earlier than I would have even considered him. And you and I liked him a lot coming out of BC. I mean, I think he's a really good prospect. He's a prospect. Yeah. So if you had to own those three for the season, how would you rank them? Not their ADP. Just like, who do you want most? Bateman. I think I went Bateman, Zay, Odell. Yeah. But in our draft that we did, it went Zay. It went Zay, Odell, and I got you Bateman. Got Bateman really I got late. Bateman yeah. late. I couldn't believe yeah. he was still sitting there. Yeah. Like, did everybody forget what he did last year with when he was healthy? I understand. He wasn't healthy. I know. But when he was out there, and even coming out of school, he may have been a better prospect than Zay. I mean, it's comparable at least, right? I mean, they both went in about the same neighborhood. He was a first round pick. And he's a bigger receiver. He's a bigger guy. He'll block in the run game. I think Bateman's being slept on. Uh, Jerry Judy practiced again on Thursday. Hmm. Um, That's trending in the right direction. It is. I thought there was no chance. So that's an interesting one. A lot of people are all speaking of rookie receivers. A lot of people are really psyched up about Marvin Mims right now, which I get. You know, Peyton handpicked yeah. him, and he's a little more explosive and all that. But Judy's going to be the one there if he's healthy. Yeah, I mean, he had some monster games down the stretch last year once he came back. I mean, that was – Yeah, he did. There was a three-touchdown really game, strong. like the win-you-the-week kind of games. When everybody was not paying attention to the crappy Broncos. Yeah, after mess. everybody had cut all their Broncos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and the coach got fired and all that stuff. Yeah. Joe Burrow, a full participant in Thursday's practice for the Bengals. That's not surprising. To me, that's not even a concern. He's going to play. Joe Burrow in his career against the Browns, mm. what do you think the record is? I think it's bad, isn't it? One and four. Yeah, I knew that was – yeah, I, I thought that was – I didn't know that until this week, but I heard that somewhere else. I don't know that he plays well. I think he plays. And of course, you start him, I'm sure, if that's your fantasy quarterback. I think the Browns might win that game. And a lot of it's yeah. a taste in my mouth that I saw last year in week one from the Bengals. Yeah, there's some of that. the whole offense. Yeah, there's some of that. Uh, Cordell Patterson uh, with the thigh was limited in Thursday's practice. He's not a fantasy-relevant player at this point. No. Um, He'll get some touches and buggy if you're a Bijan owner. Chase Young with that neck was limited today. 
Is that what he's been fighting all along? Yeah, it's been it's been a neck uh, like a, they called it a stinger initially. Um, That's a little vague though. Sometimes, yeah. if I'm him, I want to get back and play in this game. This is make your money type. This of game. is a make your money game for mm-hmm. that, that that defensive front. But if I'm them, I think I beat him without him. Yeah, you know. But you know, I you think if you're, if you're them, you also want to get him out there. And, you know, he you could every... be somebody that gets traded at the like if he goes out and has five sacks in the first eight games mm-hmm. and then, you can, already, then you can trade him and they've all may may have already decided we're not going to give him the contract he's right. going to want maybe they want to invest in sweat who's a good player on the other side too and he's a little younger they've already given big money to the two defensive tackles right so and, and draft another defense and go into that again and get another edge yeah. i think young is one of the more likely trade candidates yeah. that are out there uh zach ertz with his knee, was limited in Thursday's practice for the Cardinals. Remember, the Cardinals are going to that Browns-type offense, mm-hmm. uh, which uses the tight ends a lot. A lot. So I think you'll see both those guys out there, McBride and Ertz. Like, Trey McBride's a nice sleeper tight end. They they don't have anything else. Like I think McBride's, McBride's really intriguing. Yeah. I mean, he was the first tight end drafted last year on a team that has to find out who are our building blocks? Who are our young guys? Like, Ertz might get traded. I mean, if Ertz could go out there and put a couple games together, he's not going to be the future yeah, player. Well, why would you keep him around? Right, send right. him to a contender and get a fourth-round, fifth-round pick out of it or something. Terry McLaurin with that toe injury, a full participant hmm. Thursday. I guess you rev him up. Have to. I mean, so, uh, when they say uh, toe, it's always a turf toe. Right. I mean, I don't know enough medically, but if a, t- a toe is a turf toe, Probably will bug him, but he's going to play through it, I imagine. Uh, Marquise Brown with the hamstring limited for the Cardinals. I mean, it, it's this is setting up for Trey McBride to go out and, yeah. and catch eight. He's a, it might be a great DFS player. Yeah, we might need to keep him in mind. Remember, Logan Thomas was the one we thought about yeah. yesterday, too. I mean, these guys are going to be cheap. I mean, people look at McBride like he's Like the middle the of the field was an issue last year for Washington, too. Their linebackers oh, yeah. didn't cover well. Yeah, good point. And there'll be garbage time when they're in soft zones and you know things like that. McBride might be ownable this year when it's all said and done. Like he might be a, a week two hot waiver wire pickup guy. Um, <laughs> Terrace Marshall. Uh, their receivers were a disaster. With the back was limited in Thursday's practice. Thielen didn't practice, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Chark didn't practice for them as well. I don't think Thielen or Chark are playing. <sighs> Do you fire up the rookie? I was about to say, in terms of, he's really raw, Mingo, but he might be the McBride too. Yeah. Like, hey, we we got to just. Dis- well, and that's so they've now got uh, the tight end. Um, yeah, the Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst is there. Mm-hmm. I thought he was sneaky. Even is he the day. Whoopi? Could be. He's a older guy that's been around the block. He could be a seven touchdown guy before you know it. Yeah, I, I think that's possible. And again, these some of these rebuilding teams need to find out McBride, Mingo, are they building blocks or not? Yeah. And can they develop a rapport with our quarterbacks and stick around? Uh Kendra Miller did not practice with that hamstring injury on Thursday. Jamal Williams might be a great DFS a, start. For a week or two, he's gonna get a ton of touches. Like he'll be cheap. He'll be cheap. And he's gonna get twenty touches. They play the Titans, which is a really good run defense. Yeah. But I don't care. Right. I mean, if he's going to be high volume. volume, yeah, it's going to be volume. He can catch the ball. Coaches love him. Now, that looked like a really crowded backfield for a while. Now it might be a one man show for now, for at least a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Zach, I wouldn't Mar- hesitate to start him in week one, though. Yeah, I mean, even right. if he was like the fourth running back I drafted. 
Uh, Zach Moss with that arm injury was limited in Thursday's practice. I don't know if he plays this week. It's not a great situation for him either way. Yeah, I'd like to see it first. Yeah. Um, but he's he's the best of those three. He's the best of the three. Ugh. I don't know. That team is bad vibes all the way down heavily right now. Uh, Mark Andrews limited again today with that quad injury. That's trending. I mean, limited, limited. He's going to probably go full tomorrow, I would guess. And, I would and guess. I would Keep an eye it. on it. But I, I, uh, he's he's always nursing something. There's always a little something going yeah. on with him. He's he's a frustrating owner. Yeah, he's a frustrating guy to own. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not super concerned about no, that. No, I wouldn't be. Uh, Wandell Robinson with the knee listed is limited on Thursday. I think that's progress for him, though, right? Yeah. I I don't know how that whole receiving room shakes out. I don't want to start him anyway. I no, just, yeah. no. He's not startable at this point. Um, Jeremy Fowler reports Dalvin Cook with that shoulder is a full go for week one against the Bills and will not be limited in practice this week. What do you make of that backfield? I think it's an avoid for now, but I think I'd rather start Cook than Hall this week. Um, I drafted Hall unsuspectingly. I didn't plan on it, but in the two drafts we had, one with you, I took him in both leagues. He's the only guy I took in both. And I'm not excited. I'm trying not to start him this week, especially because it's a Monday night. And I don't know. Like, I'd rather just have somebody in the books by then. Like, I, in the other league, I, I'm starting James Cook over him in the yeah. other league. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that one wasn't hard. In our league, I'm trying to get Dotson in the lineup, but I can't because he's – Well, he's, the McLaurin news isn't good with that. That's true, too. That's true, too. So I probably will stick with Hall in that league. Like, I'm gonna, not going to start him over a Bigsby or somebody like that quite yet or sit him over those guys. And and I don't put much stock in this, but I did look at a couple running back ranks this morning for fantasy, and most people have him at, like, 40. You know, yeah. like, just stay away. I'm not sure why 100% because he's practicing in full, too, but I think he's going to be in a pitch count early. Could Dalvin Cook be – the third down back there. But Carter's there too. I, but Cook's better than Carter. Cook's better than Carter. Like you're again, you're pay, they're paying money to Dalvin. Money Cook. talks. And he's making six million dollars a year mm-hmm. this year, I should say. They're not they're not doing that just because they felt like giving you know the Cook family some money. No. Um, you know, you're talking about a guy who See, I was thinking maybe Brees Hall would only do the third down stuff. That might be this week and this maybe, week, and then right. maybe that flips a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I'm I'm enamored with Hall because of how good he was last year and his talent, and he was a high pick. That's not a knock on Cook at all. I mean, that's why I took Hall. But I took Hall with the thought of maybe he's the guy on a good offense by week six, not now. Yeah, that's that's a tough That's one. a waiting game for me. Um, ooh, a little th- Houston news there. Jimmy Ward did not practice on Thursday for them. That's one of their big acquisitions there. Mm-hmm. They're playing. This this is setting up well for the Ravens' passing game. It is, assuming Beckham and Andrews and all those guys are ready to roll. I think Houston's in a bad spot. I mean, their line's a mess. They're young, first time head coach. It's in Houston, right? No, it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. They yeah. might get blown out. They might get blown out. Yeah. In fact, I would. This is a typical John Harbaugh. Let's just go out and, and run the score up on somebody because mm-hmm. because we can. Could be a real good Dobbins day, yeah. You know, late in the game, or even Gus as a flex. Or something I think they like want to show off their passing game. Probably. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think they might beat them bad. Uh, Shaq Tough Leonard environment for the rookie quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Shaq Leonard has cleared concussion protocol for the Colts. I didn't know that. That makes that makes their defense a little 
little more difficult. It's one of the first, first bit of good news they've gotten in a while. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> the uh, 49ers, I didn't see this. The 49ers restructured the contracts of George Kittle and Trent Williams. Yeah, they did that both this morning, or maybe it coincides with the Bosa thing. Sometimes news you know, leaks yeah, out they, a little they bit. They had right? to create some money there. Mm-hmm. So They also made some cap space when they traded Lance. Yeah. They're, they're a weird cap team. Uh, 100%. That just yeah. popped up. I don't know why that's in the fantasy football feed here, but mm-hmm. it is. Uh, Devin Chain with the shoulder was a full participant Wednesday for the Dolphins. We're getting some of the late news there from out of uh, those. I don't know that I'm on board with this, but I have seen a couple fantasy analysts this morning saying, well, Wilson's out. Mostert's never a, a heavy you know, snap guy. I'd play Mostert this week, though. I would play Mostert this week for sure. I have a hard time going down the A-chain road. Yeah, he's uh, just so it, tiny. so tiny, yeah. Uh, Mike Evans, um, not listed on Tampa Bay's injury report. Well, there's weird stuff going there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're talking about out. injuries, but I think it's more contract. Yeah, I think that's more like a Jonathan Taylor situation. He could be the next guy to get traded. Um, Jackson's- Which would help his I – mean, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd love to see him go somewhere he's, decent. Yeah, he wherever he goes, play. he's going to yeah, wind up – Mm-hmm. Helping that team. Jackson Smith and Jigbo was a full participant Wednesday. By all counts, Seattle. he's back. He's ready to roll. I mean, like, I don't think it, they're even, like, being cautious. Is he him. playable this week, though? No, I don't think I so. I don't think so either. No, I never thought that to begin with. Yeah. I, I mean, that's. He's a third receiver. I lo- if, he'd, if he would have landed in Minnesota, Ooh, as opposed yeah. to. Like Addison. Addison. Or, or even Cesar Flowers. Or, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. You know. That, that yeah. was, you know, the thing I'm like, ooh, could. could Baltimore get Jackson Smith and Jigba. That would have mm-hmm. moved a needle for a little bit more, more. Yeah, I mean, I love the player. I just don't think it's going to be a great fantasy year for him. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Travis Kelsey will find out tonight that he's going to test things out before I don't think the game. Plays, I don't think right? he plays. Uh, I would be surprised. I mean, it's one game. I mean, out of seventeen, you keep like, hearing the word swelling. I mean, there's something going on. It's a bone bruise, and those are painful. Yeah. As well, he could take a shot, or you could t- give him ten more days and play. Right. 16 games maybe as opposed to one. Which is what I would do. And this is also an NFC opponent. I mean, I don't know. I would rest them. I would be very cautious with this situation. I would too. Um, the the ambitions know. are much bigger than beating the Lions. So if Kittle, or if I'm sorry, if Kelsey is out, who gets the bulk of the targets then? Right, if you're doing like a one-game DFS tonight yeah. or Sky Moore? I think he's. I think he gets the most work. Mm-hmm. Um, Kadarius Tony is back. I think they'll use. They're going to use him in some package type yeah, stuff. Get some manufactured. Oh yeah, they'll find some ways to get him the football. Yeah. But Sky Moore is going to be out there all the time. I think Noah Gray will be out there all the time. The sneaky guy for me is Justin Watson. He's the South, the South Fayette product. Mm-hmm. I, I know Mahomes. He's been Mahomes likes him. Mm-hmm. Mahomes trusts him. He's a bigger receiver down the field than Sky Moore or. I mean, he's been Tony. There longer than Rice or Tony or uh, Sky. Yeah. I mean, at least there's a big play waiting to happen there. He'll get single coverage all the time. Sneaky. He's, he's Yeah, real sneaky. You know, if he gets three catches, it could be three catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. And a long touchdown or something. Yeah. yeah. If he gets behind the defense. And I don't think that secondary is great. I don't think that pass rush is great. Like, yeah. I think Mahomes puts up numbers tonight no matter what. Yeah. So if somebody's doing the receiving end of it. It will look different. It'll look real different. I mean, it could be three guys with five catches. The tough thing for, for Kansas City is that this injury happened on a Tuesday and you play Thursday. 
really tough. Like he had his whole off season, then two days before. Yeah, okay. I'm sure Andy Reid did all this scheming. So we're gonna get ready to start getting. Here's uh, what I want to run this first game. This is what we're gonna do. Like six months of scheming. The Hayes, <laughs> the Hayes in the a, barn on right. Tuesday. Your most important guy. And Kelsey gets hurt. Like, like you spent the whole week and a half. At least a week and a half leading up to this game. Well, okay, here's what we're going to do in the in the opener. Mm-hmm. This is what we're get we got, and then Kelsey gets hurt in practice on Tuesday. I mean, frankly, before I, I, this injury ever popped up, I looked at this game like when I was thinking about taking Kelsey in the first round. I'm like, he may catch 12 balls in the opener. Yeah, uh, I mean, just abusing young linebackers and safety. Hey, I like Campbell. I like Branch. Uh, all those dudes. They had to deal with Kelsey <laughs> in their first ever game in prime time in Arrowhead in front of the. A gazillion viewers, like, oh, I thought he was going to have a monster game. So, he, he, basically, I'm sure they had to tear up the game plan a little bit. No doubt. You know, so now it's now you're pairing Who are we things filtering down. the ball yeah. to now. Right. Is it I, a I Pacheco game? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, do you just go out here and try to run the football? And I mean, another sneaky guy that doesn't get any credit. Jarrett McKinnon catches passes and yeah. scores touchdowns. You know they they usually only late in the season. Though. It's usually late in the season, like <laughs> near the goal line, and when they do ring around the rosie or whatever. And yeah, they don't score on those plays. Everybody, that's the thing. So they did the ring around the rosie play and mm-hmm. all that. The play didn't work. <laughs> it's cute and all. It we didn't talk work. About it, but yeah, it didn't work. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is tonight, but I'm trusting Mahomes and Reed to find the. The answer. I don't, I, you know, figure out the problem. There's no more I trust than that. I, I think Mahomes throws for 300 yards. I don't know who catches them. He might have to throw 60 passes to get the 300 mm-hmm. yards. But that's... There might be eight guys with two or three catches or more. Yeah. Um, how about on Detroit's side of things? I think St. Brown blows up. I think he has a big game. Mm-hmm. I like Montgomery a lot in this game. Tonight. I do too. No, I mean, no Chris Jones in the no middle. No Chris Jones in the middle. I yeah. think if you're Detroit, you just try to take the air out of the ball in this one. Yeah. And I think Montgomery gets between 15 and 20 touches running against that defense. I'd definitely start Gibbs, considering where you drafted him if you had him. But I'm more interested in his usage than I am. Boy, I think he's going to blow up tonight. It might be great. I don't know. Over under five catches for him. I'll go over. They might be. uh, uh, Yeah, I think the the, the thing with him, for my, my thoughts on the over, is. I might even take the over on Laporta, whatever it is. Maybe that's three or whatever. Just because St. Brown's going to get peppered with targets, but he's also gets so much attention. They don't have another receiver. That's the problem. Like, who's the second leading pass catcher on the team tonight? Gibbs? Gibbs. Probably Gibbs, yeah. Yeah. So, that's probably over five. Yeah. And I bet the number is like four and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if Montgomery – I mean, Montgomery's a good receiving back, too. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think you – you could see a whole lot of dink and dunk tonight out of both these mm-hmm. teams. <laughs> I think Gibbs will be more McCaffrey-like yeah. as a receiver, where Montgomery will be, oh, check it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah great. That's you know, fine. I, up 8, 10, whatever. So who comes out of this, not named Mahomes, with the most fantasy points? St. Brown. That's kind of easy, though. Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, maybe Goff, but I mean, in terms of who has the best day. How about ones that, who's third? Like, who are you most, ex- Montgomery? Might be Montgomery. He uh, he falls into the end zone mm-hmm. once or twice, and uh, they ran the ball down inside the five a lot yeah. last year. I mean, there's a chance we come back here tomorrow and be like, "Oh, Sky Moore's going to have a huge season." Well, I, uh, we thought I mean? that already. We, we've been saying that yeah. we drafted him a lot of different our, <laughs> our mocks and things, but we might be like, "Oh, Kelsey wasn't in. And he caught nine for one twenty. I think the fantasy world as a whole was sleeping on Montgomery a little bit this year, oh, without question. 
Like question. he's he was going as like RB thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, I think he's a starter in fantasy. I, I look. <laughs> I mean, what are we not seeing about Jameer? I like Jameer Gibbs as a prospect, but he's not going to get. He's one hundred ninety five pounds. How many carries will he get tonight? Eight, maybe. Yeah. Like he he's not he's not a, a a fifteen carry a game guy. No, I think they'll be on the field together a lot. Yeah, but I think Gibbs is more of a slot than he is. Hand the ball in the eye, right? You know, type of thing. Whereas Montgomery is, a, he's that workhorse type back. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll see Gibbs in jet motion and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And yeah. they'll give it to him once in a while. But when it's all said and done, they'll end up with eight or nine carries. Yeah. And Montgomery's going to get 250 this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of the head coaches. Right. I mean, they want to be a physical running team behind Penny Sewell and Ragnow and those it's guys. It's a great right? offensive line. It's a great offensive line. And they're going to try to shorten the game and bludgeon him and he won't have jamal williams touchdowns but he'll have eight plus yeah I mean, yeah he's a good player absolutely that's gonna do it for the fantasy football focus he is matt williamson i am dale lally you're listening to the drive here on steelers nation radio we'll be back with more right after this This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, Matt, we did get a a little uh, tweet there at us. uh, Mm -hmm. This is from uh, Noah Nichols. Uh, He's listening out there. How you doing, Noah? He said, while y'all have moved off the talk on from the topic, I would say defensive tackle is probably their first-round pick in 2024. And I'm not going to discount it. I think this is a good yeah. defensive tackle draft. Um, Cam's man, not young. Cam's not young, but they've got three young defensive linemen on that roster. Like, uh, But that's that's a great a great spot. I, 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 frankly, I mean, with Omar and Andy Weidel heavily in the mix – I think D-line's always going to be in the equation high. You know, like, I don't think they'll ever be short on those guys, that they want to bring waves. Now, here's a question for you that's not super positive. Do we know Liao and Loudermilk are keepers? You know what I mean? Like, are they long-term answers? I think they really like Liao. I, I'd say I'd put Liao ahead of him on the yeah. on the packing order. Like, I'm already convinced. Like, La- I mean, Loudermilk was a fifth-round draft. Yeah, I get it. I get know. it. Like, I mean, if you get one good contract out of him and some production, fine. I think Benton, I'm already sold on him. I'm like, sold on him, you know, yeah. like, like, I'm not, it's no doubts at all. Yeah. But if Liao doesn't have a great year, I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, then I can see it, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um. So, Matt, we haven't done this in a while. Let me find it here. Where did I, where did I lose that? Okay, here we go. So, now that we know what we know. Okay. Or what we think we, we know. We think we know. Or... Yeah. Let's look at the Steelers' schedule. Okay. Game by game. Okay. You know, I'll I'll mark your what you down what. Well, down we what probably you think. shouldn't say win or loss for this one because okay. our we'll predictions tomorrow. We'll skip this one. Okay, so we'll do a sixteen game schedule. Yeah. So Steelers versus Browns Monday night, next Monday night at home. I'm leaning towards a Steelers win because of the Monday night because of I'm the more home. than leaning for, because I know of you it's, felt like, it's super like they strong. haven't lost a yeah. they haven't lost a Monday night game at home in two head coaches. <laughs> and, and I know, I know. Like the trends are pretty strong. It's like it's like over twenty games in a row that they've won on I'm Monday also night. Leaning towards the Browns beating the Bengals in Week One, though, and being quite hard to play against in that game. That's fine, you know. But the whole Monday night at home, you know. Yeah. Right. Steelers at Raiders in Week Three. 
That's a night game. It is. So I don't want to put words in Tim Benz's mouth, but I did a, a night show with him yesterday. You don't have to put Tim, words in Tim's <laughs> mouth. He has <laughs> plenty, plenty of, words. of them coming out. <laughs> but he mentioned, like, that's a game they traditionally lose. You know, I mean, mostly in Oakland. You know, like, they don't have a lot, of, much like the Monday night thing we talk about. And I would think at that point, Jimmy's still healthy and, you know, there's their offense will be hard to play against. Chandler Jones just wants out of there. No, I think there's business. a lot of discord in that locker room. And I don't know how much, how hard the Raiders want to play for Josh McDaniels. I, that's what I was kind of going with, too. And I think their defense is horrible. Yeah. I think they win that game in a lot of black and gold in the stands. That's the, to me, that's the difference between playing that game in Oakland as opposed to playing it in Vegas. I don't think right, the Raiders right. right now have a home field advantage. In fact, Them their and the owner, Chargers are both bad, yeah. Their owner, Mark Davis, came out in the offseason and said, I don't want to see – you know the uh, the opposing team taking over our stadium anymore. Okay, well, then you shouldn't have moved to Vegas. Right, <laughs> easiest town in the world to get to, and there are some attractions for besides the game for people to make it a road trip. Not to mention, just to, you don't even have to travel there for a lot of like a lot of people. Nobody's from Vegas. Everybody has mm-hmm. moved there, so mm-hmm. everybody's moved there from somewhere, and so even the your hometown yeah. isn't a heavy Raiders contingency, right? And I don't know their fan base well enough, but even in like in the seventies and eighties, were if you were from Vegas, were you a Raiders fan? No, probably not. Right? Probably yeah, not. Probably. Well, not. you might have been. I mean, some, but yeah, not that's not a slam dunk. Not the, yeah, not the majority. Mm-hmm. I'll take the Steelers in that one. Okay, so you're taking the Steelers. I will take the Steelers in that game. That's two okay. each. Uh, then you go to Houston to play the Texans. I don't like where they're at at all right now. <laughs> I'll take the Steelers there. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the same spot. That's... I mean, I worry I'm going to have them like 13-4. and four. <laughs> Well, uh, then you come home to play the Ravens. I'll take one the birdies in that one. One o'clock game. I, I'm going to take the Ravens as well in that mm-hmm. game. Um, I just can't imagine starting on a crazy winning streak. Yeah, they, they, they. I mean, those two teams. Mm-hmm. Always seem to win on each other's field for whatever. You know, sure. it's, just, it's, it's, it's a battle. Yeah. Um, Steelers at Rams coming out of that. I, I think the Rams are going to be horrible, more horrible sooner than any of us think. I think the wheels might be off this week. Like, I think they could lose by 30 to Seattle, and we're already having the discussion. Who should be 32 in the power ranks, Cardinals or the Rams? Like, I think they could be that bad a week or two from now. I even. think you're a pretty bad football team. Yeah. I don't like the fact that that game is in Los Angeles. No. I mean, but, one of these road trips, and they're going to lose, that they shouldn't. Yeah. Or, I, mean, I hate that they shouldn't. That, that gives the <laughs> opponent no credit at all. Right. Um, we both took a win there. I think they're bad. Um, Jaguars at home. Uh, I'll take Jacksonville. One o'clock game. I'm warming up to them more and more, especially offensively, especially Lawrence. Things I liked before, but... I think they're going to be even better than I thought. I thought so. I, I thought that same thing. I think that's a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Jaguars mm-hmm. as well. I'm not even saying the Jags are a better team, but that's a tough matchup. They're a good team. Uh, you follow it up with the Titans at home. Ugly win. You win it like seventeen thirteen. Yeah, I'll take the Steelers. In that mm-hmm. I think they're going to be a bad football team. Then you get the Packers at home. I'm a Packer believer, but I think the Steelers win that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you on that one. Okay. So we're both at six and two. Pretty good right now. 
and maybe seven and two or six and three. We didn't talk about the Niners. Uh, then they go to Cleveland. I'm going to call that a loss. November 19th. I think they split with the Browns. I think so as well. I'm probably going to pick them three and three in the division. Then they play at Cincinnati. Loss. Okay. That would be two in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Then they play the Cardinals here. Win. Yeah, that's a win. So we're up to seven. And frankly, the Steelers could be pretty injured at that point and still should win that game. Then they come back and play the Patriots on a Thursday night here. I'm going to say it's a lot like the Titans game. It's not pretty. 17-13, first downs are hard to come by, but you beat them. I think you beat them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I just don't think that they're going to be very good. I don't either. Then you play at Indianapolis. Yeah, I'll think I'll think they're winning that one too. <laughs> Maybe Taylor's happy as can be by then, and Richardson's lighting it up. I mean, I just think that that's going to be a long. All right, year so that's now. nine and four right now. Then you get the Bengals at home. I'm going to take Cincy in that one too. You said you were going to three. And three. I, I, you, you lied. I, I lied. I'm going to make them two and four in the division. I'm going to say you you find a way and you win that game. Okay, certainly possible. At Seattle. Loss. I'm saying that's a loss as well. Okay. Uh, then at Ravens to finish up the season. I'm going to say a win. because I I'm think they win that predicting game. Predicting a split with them. I think they win that game. So right now, Matt, I've got them at 11-5, and five, not counting this weekend's mm-hmm. game. You've got them at 10-6, and six, not counting this game. So you think they're, well, I'm going to put words in your mouth, but they might, you think it's potentially they could be a 12-win team. I guess you shouldn't answer that because we'll wait till tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You'll get my answer tomorrow. Yeah, okay. but I, I, I said before the season started, I thought they could be an eleven win team. I, I hadn't gone through it game mm-hmm. by game like this, but I mean, there's a couple swing games in there. The division games are obviously a big part of that, no doubt. Can they? Can they? Split I mean, they with could the go Bengals? one and five in a division. Yeah. I mean, that would be a problem. But even if they do, like, let's say you go one and five in the division, and we're still right about those things. I mean. That would be my team. Mine would be a nine-win season plus the niner result. Yeah, still a winning team. I mean, right. there's a, those AFC games and those NFC West games are bad football teams. They are bad. I mean, there's there's bad six bad teams. teams on the on the schedule. Maybe one of them outkicks their coverage a little, but by that I mean being a six-win team, not a four-win team. Yeah. I mean, Houston or somebody like that. Or like, Tennessee I think, or... you know, could they lose to the Patriots? Sure. If that were a Sunday game? I know. Or I would in feel their building. Or, in, yeah, we're yeah. in New England. I'd feel differently about it. Thursday, Given that it's short a, week a short here, week yeah. and they and the Patriots have to come here, Belichick's not scheming up a bunch of new stuff to, to, to throw out there that week. No, you're just putting it together and running your stuff. Yeah. That's the other thing about the schedule. We talk about schedule a lot, but it, we knew the teams – and then the schedule gets released, and it was even better. You yeah. know, just with who you play, when, and where, and after this team. And there's not a stretch there. But the, these things will happen. There will be a month where two or three bad injuries are all at the same time. Or a cluster of safeties or tight ends or whatever. Because that's what happens to every team. But there's, they're in such better position this year yeah. to handle something like that. Yeah, but it's not like... Boy, there's a month where they play Baltimore, Cincy, at Seattle, and the Niners. You know, like where yeah. 
boy, I that look that if things are in a bad spot, that's zero and four. Well, the, like everybody, well, the month of December is rough on them. December on, Patriots at home at the Colts, Bengals at home at Seattle at Baltimore. I think a lot of hay is going to be in the barn mm-hmm. by that by that point in the season that, that they'll have stacked up enough wins that you know if they can win if they can steal you know three mm-hmm. of those if they can go three and two in those five games and at Seattle's the only far road trip of that group and that's a tough yeah, they've had trouble tough. they've had trouble playing out there what if Geno Smith's not playing oh sure sure um we can say that about any quarterback absolutely but frankly I think Trubisky gives them a shot yeah. Against the Patriots, Seattle, maybe not the Chiefs, right? You know, but, but I don't see them on the schedule. You know what I mean? Nor like, do I. If, if you lose your quarterback, I don't know if the season's shot for a month or two weeks or three weeks. Yeah. Like if Seattle doesn't have Geno or he comes back to Earth, ugh, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's. I just I like the way the schedule sets up. Um, mm-hmm. I like where they're at right now. I like where this team is at. I feel very confident. That this so, is a pretty good football team. I mean, I, I, we don't have crystal balls, but if we get back here Monday and the Steelers got beat bad on Sunday, like clearly we're the inferior team and things we weren't worried about all of a sudden are, are now a concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bosa had two sacks. Kenny threw two picks. Couldn't run the ball. McCaffrey blows up and there's no answer for him. And they lose by two touchdowns. You think you'd change your predictions much? No, because 49ers are a either. good team. <laughs> As I say, I don't think I would either. You know, maybe and you I just, would think. You just mentioned like seven different things going wrong. If seven different things like that go wrong, mm-hmm. they lose by more than two touchdowns. Probably. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you that many turnovers and McCaffrey has 30 fantasy points or something against yeah. you, it's probably going to end up worse than that. Right. But those things could happen. It could be a bad week one. Or? Yeah, but I don't. I don't see it happen. I just don't. I, I think it's going to be a close football game, and I think this is a good football team. If this, if the Steelers were in the NFC, people would be talking about this game being a potential NFC Championship game matchup. I agree. I mean, I think they're better than the Lions. I think they're the fourth best team in the NFC. Who are the three ahead of them? Dallas, Niners, Eagles. I'm a Dallas believer. You are. I, I'm. I know you have some questions. I'm a doubt. I have some questions it. about them. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the Niners' season's going to go swimmingly. Either, no, I don't know that way. that's going to happen either. Because I worry about their quarterback. Um, but for me, the you know, Dallas has been a team that wants to run the football. Mm-hmm. But their lead running back has never been a guy that's gotten more than 15 carries. Like, mm-hmm. over the course of his career, he's done it like three times. I'm a little shocked they didn't draft Tank Bigsby. Or you know what I mean? Just Go a, sign a Leonard Fournette or somebody. Roshan like, Johnson. Or, somebody yeah, who could too. take some, right. some you know. Just an old bruiser. They don't do have the a backup plan right now. Who's the dirty work guy? Yeah. yeah. I don't know who that is for them right like, now. What is it, Rico Daldell or whatever his name is? I don't even know. A yeah. bunch of names Rico Suave is, yeah. would, would have a better – like There are three guys that haven't been in my kitchen. You yeah. Know, that's, yeah. It, it's a little odd to me that Fournette or even Dalvin Cook or, you know. Somebody. Maybe it doesn't even have to be a big name. Yeah. Just I mean, a bruiser. And maybe they're up that far up against the cap. That's one thing that, you know, I think – you know, looking at I, I I I put the question out there a couple of weeks ago why the Ravens didn't try to go out and sign Desmond King because they need cornerback mm, help. Yeah, yeah. Desmond King would have been a, a big upgrade for the Ravens. They don't have any cap space. They don't have any cap space. I mean, Lamar's gone. They were 
for people who don't remember, I mean, it seems like a million years ago, but free agency, they sat on their hands forever. Because I mean, the Odell signing they had was way no after, cap space, right? yeah. And, and then made the Lamar signing finally while he was touring and under the franchise tag and all that. And they don't have any cap space at all. No, you're right. I wonder in the grand scheme of things, they I signed they signed uh, Clowney, what, about three, four weeks ago? Maybe even less. Yeah, something like that. Right yeah. after that, I think, was I think when— we were home from Latrobe by then. Was when— Desmond King was released. Hmm. I wonder if they were like, oh, no. Like, we could have used that. We could have used that. Maybe. It, I should know this, but is King's contract up after this year? Um, I thought he had one more, but I'm not sure about that. They didn't claim him. They signed him. Okay. So he signed a one-year deal with the Steelers. I, I assume think. it's yeah. a one-year deal. I haven't seen anything. I'm intrigued with him. I mean, we talked about him a little earlier in the show. I think he's going to help them this year. I don't know if we'll see a lot of him on yeah, Sunday. So- Do you think he plays Sunday? One year— one point oh eight million. Great, great. They basically, gave him the minimum. Right, that's great. Uh, they'll get more than a million dollars out of him. I bet this without year. a doubt. Yeah, without I don't, a doubt. Do you think he's active this week? No. Okay, but no. I mean, it's just too too soon. And they have other options. They have other like if they didn't have other options right now, I'd say yeah, he, he probably you know gets ahead. Mm-hmm. But I I think just because let's get familiar and learn yeah. and yeah okay. You have, other, other you have other options that you trust. Mm-hmm. The guys who have been with you all off season, you run those you run those uh, those guys out there instead of forcing, yeah, him out you there. You don't right want to mentally or you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, particularly not against this team. But I think sure. he's. I think sooner rather than later, he's part of the equation. I think so too, and maybe even in the nickel. Yeah. I mean, like I think he plays a lot when he's here. Yeah, I think he's a pretty good football player. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We will be back to finish up the show right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We got a little breaking news. Uh, Travis Kelsey will not play tonight. Um, they had elevated. I Matt, think that's a smart move. Matt Bushman off of their. Uh... Uh, you bring the Bushman in. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> so you it's got not the Bush Hammer. For those who don't know <laughs> the story, different story. I don't think that's a one for the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want the uh, Lions or Chiefs with four and a half as the magic number? You think I'll it's close? The, I'll take the points. I'm going to take the home team still. Okay. I mean, don't feel great about it. Chris Jones and Kelsey being out. I mean, it's two studs. I just don't love Goff on the road, this environment. And I'm not going to blame him entirely. I just mean it's a young team. It is. Yeah, that's it. A is. Can they keep it within saw. a field goal? Can it? Make, can it be? A, my question is, is: Can it be a field goal game? Yeah, I believe it can be a field goal game. I mean, frankly, I, I could see him winning by ten. I mean, I could yeah. see the, the Chiefs just being. I could. I, you know, I could see that, but I could not also never get pressure. I, I don't. I don't know that the Lions can win scrimmage. it, but. You're going to give me that many points? Yeah. Okay. I think it's from six and a half down to four and a half, from what yeah. I understand, with this, it, just this news. This which, news might move it even farther. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, maybe it's even two and a half by the time. Well, in that, in that case, I don't like it. Okay. So you think it's a field goal game? <laughs> like 27 24. Okay. I don't think it goes over. I bet it That was go like over. 52, I don't know what the number is, 52 yeah. or 53, depending okay. on where you're looking. Yeah. That's a big number in today's game. I'm just going to trust Reed and Mahomes. See, here's, but, a, here's the thing boy, about they're, they're the Chiefs. Everybody assumes they're this high-flying outfit. They were not that last no, year. No, no. They averaged 28 points per game, which led the league. Sure. But they had they're more efficient. Ga- they had more games where they were under 30 points than they were over. 
mm-hmm. last year. And they're not big plays galore, explosives yeah. all over the place. It's just efficiency. And Kelsey's a huge part of that. A big part of that, yeah. yeah. He, he's the one that would get the chunk plays for them. Because mm-hmm. it'd, it'd be a 10-yard catch that he would, again, run after the catch. Run after the catch. He's pinballing his way down the field. And it's not even like Valdez Scantling's out there ripping off 70-yarders <laughs> once in a while against man coverage. Like, the other guys are just guys. Yeah. So I'm really intrigued how this goes. I, I'm, I'm saying 27-24. It might be more, not entertaining, but more enlightening without Kelsey. Where are yeah. the Chiefs without their two... You know, if there's a because that day's coming, that day's coming, right? Mahomes and Reed are going to be there. Well, I assume Reed will be there as long as he wants. But could Jones not be there the rest of the year or for a while? Potentially, Kelsey's What's that not going like? to be a chief yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. He's 34 years old. Are they still able to overcome and beat a good opponent? I'm curious. Yeah. Um, how about this news out of San Francisco? Nick Bosa was working on the side during 49ers practice. Is today. that odd to you? I mean, you've been to a lot more NFL practices than me that is a little odd you would think get back in the mix i mean he hasn't been in the building at all yet right he, he began he practice out. inside the weight room with strength and conditioning coaches before walking outside to the field this from pro football talk mm-hmm. where he was on the field working with the athletic training staff on the side now maybe they're testing his maybe this was part of the process with the con- the contract hey we got to see how mm-hmm. you know this we're not going to give you a full physical we want to make sure nothing's happening. But we happened. haven't had my hand, we yeah. haven't had our hands on you in a while. Right. You know, make sure you've been training. That doesn't mean you didn't screw things up with your body. Yeah, you we know? want to make sure you didn't come in here with a foot injury. You didn't mm-hmm. tell us about. What's bugging you. Yeah. Let, let's see you move around. Maybe that's all it is, but I thought that was peculiar. Yeah, I mean. Right. Shouldn't he be out there going against Trent Williams? So, yeah, essentially you know, right. he's going to have one practice then before mm-hmm. he comes and plays against the Steelers. I I, I I don't that know. makes me think he'll play a little bit fewer snaps than I thought like an hour ago. Over, under on 50, 50% of the snaps or more, more or less. I'll go more, but not much. Yeah. Like under 60. Depends on how many defensive snaps they play. Mm-hmm. Like Didn't you say he was a 74% guy 74% last year? 74% last year. Which is low for a stud. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't, I bet he's 55-ish, you know. Yeah. He'll be out there the first play of the game, don't you think? Um, I would think so. I would think yeah. so. If not, that would be very telling to me. Yeah, absolutely. Then I'm definitely way under 50%. Absolutely. So Patrick Peterson today spoke to the media. Hmm. Actually, he said on I all really enjoyed things, talking to him. This, is on all, this was on All Things Covered, his uh, podcast. Oh. And remember now, Patrick Peterson comes from that AF, or NFC West. Mm-hmm. He's it wasn't lined, that long ago. He was yeah, a Yeah, he's lined up a, quite a few times against um, against Kyle Shanahan. And those teams all have a tendency to beat each other out there. Yeah, they had that rock, paper, scissors thing going yeah. there for a while. Um, he said on his podcast uh, that he has identified some tendencies on this 49ers offense that he thinks he can exploit. Hmm. He said, there, this is a quote, There's, there are some tells out there that tells us what plays we're going to get from these guys in certain situations. Um, he said, when I get my pick Sunday, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, he's a confident guy, but I don't think he's brash just throwing things out for clicks or anything either. I think there's something that he's he's he watches tape. He watches tape. He's he watches, really smart. I'm sure he's been he's on the watched, block. I'm sure every Steeler defender has watched all five regular season games and then the three postseason games of Brock Purdy out there. It's funny you said it that way because I was thinking the same thing. Is I bet Shanahan doesn't have tells, but maybe Purdy does. Maybe Purdy does. Yeah, you know, like. What do you think people have been doing all off season? That's the key for like it's it's the baseball 
you know, guys come up, going around the second yeah, time. Well, pitchers or batters come going through the mm-hmm. league the second time around. How do you adjust to the adjustments? Mm-hmm. Because everybody now has tape on your swing, or they have tape on your stuff. They know exactly. Do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any tells when you're throwing your pitch? Do you? Do you? You know? Do you, do you grit your teeth when you're throwing your fastball? I've seen guys that double tap the glove before they throw their fastball. It's like okay. I go there into it the, is. I go into the dugout. Guys, every time he throws his fastball, he's double ta- he's double tapping his glove. What a huge! When advantage. he throws his curveball, he he doesn't double tap it. Mm-hmm. it stay, like if you see that, now we know. If I know the fastball's coming, we're gonna hit the fastball. And I don't care how good it is. And it's such a small world now, too. All it takes is Aaron Donald or Bobby Wagner or somebody. These guys to find all know what, everybody. They all buds, right? Yeah. You know, like, hey, Pat P, check this out. You know, I got a little something. See if it does it for you. And then let me know if you saw the same thing. Yeah. You know, like, they all talk. They all have the same agents. They all know each other. You know, like, there's not secrets like there used to be. There there are not. Uh, I can remember when I was doing the Antonio Brown show and somebody tweeted in at us or called. It was a call, actually. Antonio, every time... You lace or you tighten up your gloves before a route. That means the ball is coming to you. Well, first of all, the ball was always coming to Antonio, (laughs) so that was. uh, But he started doing it then before every route. Okay, yeah, he's okay. If that's if I'm doing that before the ball's running again, which I don't know if it was or wasn't, but then you started seeing him every time tightening up those gloves. Some fan or some media person found one with Joe Mixon too. Like if it's a run, he would come up out of his stand. He did something the same time when it was a run to him. And as soon as you find that out, I mean, it's Teddy KGB with you. Yeah. Check, check, check. All night long. Check, right. check, check. Um, if, if, and I'm not uh, trying to offend fans at all or mm-hmm. anybody that does this stuff out there and finds these things. But if, if somebody just watching the fan tape can find these things. Chances are the. The league knows. Yeah. <laughs> I would say chances are the uh, quality control guy found it out a year ago. Yeah. I mean, they have more time on their hands. You just, better you just didn't yeah. broadcast it. That is right. <laughs> and sometimes, okay, the ball's going to Antonio Brown. Well, I still can't cover him. Yeah, then, that was one you know. thing. You know, Matt Canada said today, like, um, you know, if, if if a guy's getting doubled, you, you know, you're going to just go to, to put the ball somewhere else um, because you're going to have single matchups and we like our other guys. I'm like, that never mattered when you had Antonio Brown. Mm-mm. Randy Moss could double every play. Yeah. You just throw to your guy. He's your guy. You trust him. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't know that the Steelers have that guy. I don't think they do. Yeah. But I think Pickens has some of that quality. Yeah. I mean, when you're, uh, okay, you're covered, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't put it up back shoulder and see what you can do with yeah, it. Yeah. Right. You know, I trust you to go make a play. That's another thing I've been mentioning with Pickett is I think he's so much more familiar with each individual target yeah. too oh, you know i can throw this one back shoulder to deontay but i shouldn't to austin or you know or whatever right like even that touchdown he threw to Fryermuth. not every tight end can contort right and running down the field big guy moving like that yeah down and, and get get your, your head around the other way and like that's a big aaron Rodgers thing. is he throws bad balls in practice on purpose uh he couldn't get that bad ball yeah. so well, ben roethlisberger used to I'm do sure. that as well yeah, yeah. You know, and I know he can go get this one. He may not even know he can go get it, but uh, you know, you don't know unless you try it. Unless you try it, yeah. And, oh, he threw five picks in practice. Well, he wasn't trying to hit him in the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, like working. I'm working on my curveball. You know. Yeah, yeah. And people are rocking it out of the stadium because you know, they all know well, it's this, coming this, this change up that I just you know I've decided to start throwing here. Mm-hmm. Well, they hit that a lot. Well, I mm-hmm. won't throw it in a game then. Yeah, I think that's part of the second year. There's a lot of things for a second year quarterback taking a step forward, but understanding each and every target as well as the speed of the game and defenses and all that other stuff yeah. too is important. And I think, you know, a big part of that's going to be understanding that, well, 
Deontay's always open. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not A-B, but in terms of route running and acceleration out of breaks, he's in the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, he looks he, better than ever to me, too. Yeah. Like I, an I, unsung preseason star. If, if you think about the catch that he had in the last preseason game, the 30, it was like 31 yards or whatever, mm-hmm. down the side, he actually was doubled on that play. He was. I mean, and he beat, bo- he beat both guys. What if, I mean, he doesn't get doubled like A.B. and Moss, and you know, we're talking about all-time greats. But what if he, the others, can force coverage to be a little more equal? You know, like yeah. everyone knows he's going to be the target guy last year. But what if it's, we know that, but I'm still too scared of Pickens, Fryermuth, whoever, to I think Pickens is definitely a guy that if I've, if I've got a under six-foot corner on his side, mm-hmm. I'm going to be very concerned. Because I don't care if he's in his hip pocket. I mean, the corner can do everything right. Yeah, it doesn't and, matter. And if Kenny's just going to put it high or in a in and it's going to it's going to be a chunk a chunk play, and mm-hmm. if we miss a tackle, it's going to be a real big chunk play. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to have coverage over the top on that guy. Yeah, yeah. What's funny about me with Pickens is, is he a superb route runner as a rookie? I'm just talking about his rookie tape. Is he great against zone? No. Both the answers to those are no. But I think he ran like 50 routes his last year in Georgia. Yeah, and he still made the hard plays. You know, like right. if you. Not that the other. Yeah, his his easy. last Not year of college was more concerned about I got to get my knee rehabbed as opposed to yeah. running routes. He ran fifty routes, I think, the whole year, <laughs> give or take, on a bad knee. You yeah. know, like you're it, not going to cut well on that. No, no, you know, and even your rookie year, the knee, the year after the knee injury is still in the, that equation. You know. Yeah, I, I just think that this this it's good, that I can't wait to get to this game on Sunday. It's going to be so fascinating to see mm-hmm. what they do against what's a really good defense. Really good defense. Yeah. I think so, too. And just talking about those two, I've been critical. Too many pass outside number, too many go balls. Well, I think that's where you want to attack this team. That's, yeah, you that's what you I mean? want to see in this game, actually. If, if they're heavy on that, it might be like, oh, they didn't learn anything. Like, that's how I would attack this team, too. Yeah, yeah outside the numbers. Maybe not the Browns, and, maybe yeah. not the Raiders, you know. What I want to see, though, is if they still run the ball and try to run the ball and are, are as effective at it. Mm-hmm. As they were last year down the stretch, like we talked about earlier, and it yeah. doesn't even have, it doesn't have to be 146 yards. But if they can run for 90 plus against this team, the tempo yeah. and get short yardage and stay on the field and yeah. bludgeon them a little bit, it would really help. Yeah, against the early in the season. I mean, every defense is not. No one on any defense has played 100 percent snaps yet. Right, you get tired quicker in September. And I want to see you know can, at the 40. Are they ready to tackle? Mm-hmm. I don't no, know. I don't know done. what they did in the preseason. I know Bosa didn't play. Right. I don't. I would bet Warner and Hargrave and those guys played little or none. Yeah. So I want to. I want to make them try to tackle the 240 pound running back mm-hmm. who's played some snaps. Who's in, gotten his conditioning in practice? Yeah. yeah. So, Matt, Fun. that's going to do it for today's show. Can't Ooh. wait to come back tomorrow. We'll have our predictions yeah, for this game. We'll have our fantasy, uh, our DFS lineup. We got to put together for the weekend. Okay. Can't wait to do that. We got a game to watch tonight. We'll talk about what happened in that game because, well, it's a big. One of the big-time AFC opponents is defending Super Bowl champions kicking off oh, at home. I can't wait to watch next year. All kinds of good stuff happening here around the league. We'll get the final practice reports for the week and uh, all that and more. But uh, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.